Welcome to our 80th, actually 79th Amunakas. I believe we have the honor to hosting Sam Weisler. And if it's the 80th, you'll correct me or I'll correct me. I just can't remember where we're holding. We had so many amazing classes in this wonderful studio in Jerusalem. This is a big honor to host the AZ House Jerusalem. So rehab, our special, special guest came in literally this morning to make this happen. And it was all unknown to him, unknown to you and to me and unknown to you guys. I didn't announce it yet. So this is a special surprise and a special honor, especially when the, the theme of the class is the journey to finding the home. We're all looking for that special place inside and in our Holy Land in Jerusalem, especially right now. We are sitting in our wonderful studio. We don't take it for granted, hosted by Rav Sholem Oresh, Rav Sholem Ben Yemna. He is the host of the studio in the Breads of Israel offices. And we have the real honor to go into a very important focus, not just to experience our guests' special light, but what they're actually doing in the world and making a difference. Remember, we're trying to bring our class to a more practical level, that the Muna class should be in a real way, should impact our daily life. And that's one of the reasons we're bringing such special, wonderful guests to you guys. So it's up to you to join us to make these classes grow. Thank God I showed our guests before that we have thousands of followers. And uh, we'd like Sam just say hello. Say hello. Hey, everyone. It's good to meet you. Yes. Good to be here. We have a special, special following. Lots of lovely people join us weekly, and we're always looking to expand that. So once again, share, like, do all the good things, subscribe, whatever it does and takes to join us. We would like to give you also a shout out to the AZ House Jerusalem uh, opportunity to partner with them as well as our MunaLive.com. The link for them is below in the description and you can check out their site, what they're doing and most importantly, help those who need it. That's one of the focuses as well. Today's class, not to ignore the needs of our generation of 2022 generation 5782. People need help. And I know myself, for many years being the Midnight Rabbi, going to Neve and all the other programs out there, I went to about five or six programs late at night. Netzach, remember that one? That was before your time. Kesha, Kesha um, Shari Yushalayim was before that even. And then after that was by Neve, Ashrenu, which is still around, thank God. And, uh, you know, I was in a lot of programs and I put on shows. I didn't get to show you on Google because we were just fixing the story down there. But there was a show I put on for all the programs and uh, that was gave me ability to connect to all the guys who came by our studio. And it was amazing in, in the year 2009, 10. And I also showed you about one of our old friends who unfortunately passed away because whatever the personal challenges that people are going through in this generation, we're going to hopefully get some insight. But part of the goal of this class is to remind us that we're in the three weeks and we're right now in the middle and the second week of the three weeks and we're Pasha's Matas Masai for you guys out there in the world and us in Eretz as well, just Masai. We're in the journey, we're journeying. And I myself went on a journey to the Holy Land, to Yushalayim to find that home. And that home is something which is not just our own personal home, but it's a home that means this world is a dwelling for God, for divinity, for the Shekhinah, for spirituality, for real connection. And that's something which Ravoresh has helped us understand we can build within for our relationship with God. That's through Amunah, through Espodidus. And it's also going to be through 
the journey outwardly, also by joining in the community around us and seeking together a more unified approach that will bring hopefully Mashiach. So we won't have these three weeks as days of mourning, but they'll become the highest and happiest days of joy. Amen. Okay, so now let's go into a little bit what we're doing today, a little bit of feedback. And uh, we want to welcome firstly our guest. He's been to many places in the world from what he told me before the class. And now he's in the Holy Land. We welcome all of you guys to the Holy Land. You're joining us on our online platforms. And blessings to all our special guests and staff and all to the full healing, everyone to be rid of all these crazy things out there, corona, monkeypox, they're always coming up with new ones. Um, we should have a full Shlema and Rav Shalom Oresh, Rav Shalom Ben Yemna, Tila Rivka Bas Masha. I uh, was asked specifically to mention Benjamin Ben Margalit and uh, needs a full Rafur Shlema. Also, Alex Clare had an accident, so I said I'd mention him in the class and he gave me his name today. Yosef Alexander Zisha Ben Sara. So, Rafur Shlema as well and Hannah Basfrida as well. These classes are for the elevation pure soul of Gedalia Sun. Gedalia Fenster will be joining us in the Yushalayim in the Holy Land exactly when and what yet to be known, but I'm very happy that he's making a visit here with his family, and we dedicate to his son, Yerachma Daniel Ben Gedalia. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes, to the Rav's teachings. We wish everyone a good week, a meaningful rest of three weeks. Tamas, Menachemav, already going to be in Menachemav by the end of this week. Healthy, energized summer days with Amuna sharing Amuna Global. Amen. Okay, remember that's our tagline. We want to get Amuna Global. We do believe that Amuna has a lot of the keys to healing. Uh, but we're going to hear also practical healings from our guest. And uh, before I just go into the feedback, because I don't want to just go on and on, I want to just ask Sam a question. What, what, love, what are you feeling right now that you just walked into this situation? And then we'll get into your story a little bit. Um, it's interesting. I did not wake up today thinking that this was going to be what happens. Um, I thought it was going to be a simpler day. But it, this is honestly quite simple as well. I'm just here to again be who I am and share my story and see if what I say can help anybody um, and I know that this is an opportunity to give and also to get you know hopefully you know being being someone who works at the AZ house and seeing what goes on there day to day hoping that you know we can get some more support from the community because that's what we need um, you know we all we do is we uh, we try to help and uh, we use whatever tools that we have to do that. And the more support we get, the more tools we have. Amazing. I feel the same way. There's a certain bond going on, though. No? Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, like, you mentioned that maybe being an underdog a little bit sometimes is a tough place to be. But at the same time, that's where David and Melech was. He was the underdog. And he's, you know, the one who's going to merit from him comes the Mashiach. So we always know that where there's, where there's a bit more of a challenge is really where there's a big light. And a big potential and i definitely feel that with the whole sober com community and rehab community and uh, recovery world there's a tremendous opportunity to impact everybody in a real way yeah so uh and my middle name is david oh so that's good Shmuel david yeah amazing shmooly okay so we're, we're going to go ahead now just get some of the feedback for you guys i might read some of it later on in my own class remember i have the follow-up class this is double amuna tuesday which you joined us on Shmuley. Double Amuna means we have two wonderful classes with a special guest and then the follow-up class and uh, have a tremendous appreciation for Shmuley making it happen as our first guest of today's Double Amuna sessions. May Hashem protect your son and all the other protectors of Israel with all his might 
the way they protect us. And that was a beautiful blessing someone gave for my own son, Baruch Yitzhak Ben Masha, dedicate to him and all the Chayalim, all the soldiers. There should be peace in the land and they should have protection. Your background is the manner of likeness of something in Hashemayim, in heaven. Yonatan Belaish. That was, we've been putting up his classes again, Rabbi Yonatan Belaish. Alexander, hey, thanks for the class. Love the welcoming all souls. That was last week's class with Mordechai Ben Avram. Title, Shalom, Amunah is our future. By the way, that class will be put up, the edited version, soon. There's just been some technical stuff with the team downstairs. Um, we did put up the uh, the live version on all the platforms so you can check it out and the audio as well on our podcast app on uh, Brez of Israel, Amunah is our future app and also Unity Flow podcast. Baruch Hashem, Halal. With Rav Oresh and Chut, yes, we're going to have a beautiful halal hopefully this week. Menachem Rosh Chodesh, Menachem Av, every week, every month, sorry. They have a beautiful halal and also in Sukkot, Sukkot. I don't know if you've ever been there for the halal. You've been there? I've been there. Ah, this guy can, has experienced the light of the davening here and the energy and the good vibes. Shalom Tadara Barabainu Oresh Hashem Lobe Bendiga. You speak Spanish? I do not. Okay. Eric does. I'm sure. <laughs> Amuna Future Class, Eric's part of your team. Okay, great. We'll have to hear from him. By the way, if you check out the video we put up on a few of our platforms of the of the AZ House, you'll be able to see that Eric over there. Shalom Tadaraba, Baruch Hashem, Shabbat Shalom, beloved, Ravyonatan Balayesh, and everything he does, all for the good. Thank you. This is to do with Ravorish's class as well. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Gamzu Latova. Um, really good questions and answers. This was in reference to uh to thank you, Rabbi Goldsmith, Rabbi Mordechai Ben Avram, for this amazing content. This was our class last week. Appreciate that, the good questions and answers. Well, you guys are the ones who make the questions, so we're happy to try and do our best with Hashem's help and being uh, agents of Amuna and Hashem and Ravorish and all the good people and our guests. You are in the hands of Hashem. Amen, amen. Thank you, dear Rabbi. Hashem bless you. They're so happy Ravorish's clips are returning to our sites. Thank you, Rabbi. These lessons Amuna have changed me. You're still changing my life. May you abide in Hashem, the closest way, strengthen yourself to believe. Master the word, you give life, you give strength. Thank you, Rabbi. These essence and moon have changed me and are still changing my life. May you abide in Hashem, the closest always. May Hashem bless the Rabbi. Shalom, Oresh. Amen. Okay, I want to thank everyone, all the Rabbonim have been here and all our guests have been here in the past, all our wonderful, talented musicians. After the three weeks, we'll be resuming uh, after a little break. Our music focus, and uh, we're looking forward to see who's coming. Remember, we'll mention at the end of the class some of the potential guests. But until then, let's now focus on our wonderful guest here. We have Shmuley, a.k.a. Sam Weiser. Let's hear a bit more about his journey before we get to some of your questions. Okay, great. Uh, again, thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, in regards to finding my journey home, I, I, I look at, you know, I look at myself and the way I work inside as follows, like, you know, with an analogy, I go to a hotel and it's nicer than my home. But after a certain amount of time, I get exhausted and I want to go home because I want to be in my home. And uh, when we walk through life, you know, not being self-aware of what goes on inside of us, not understanding our emotions, not understanding the way our mind works, and not understanding why things are happening a certain way, not understanding the sequence of events that happens to us, um, when we walk through life like that, we're not at home. And... Uh, Sometimes simply admitting a certain fear or understanding a certain emotion with, with no solution can be a solid solution as already because we now feel at home. That even though my mattress isn't as nice as the one at the hotel, it's still my mattress. And uh, that's something I realized recently 
understanding how important it is for me to take a break every so often and understand what's going on with me. And uh, with my story um, regarding alcoholism and drug addiction, um, that's pretty much what it was. I didn't understand the sequence of events that was happening to me. I didn't understand why I would react in certain ways, and I didn't understand why I had no control over what was, you know, what was being put into my body, what I was putting into my body, and therefore things would always spiral out of control, and I was not able to stop. And that's when I had to look into it. What is happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And I had to understand that there's something different about me, that my friends didn't have that same thing, that even if we were, you know, partying together and using the same things together, they were not reacting to things the way I was, and they were able to stop when something came up or when when necessary, and I was unable to stop. And what we call that is a disease, just like any other disease, because it's, a, it's something that will destroy my life, if not kill me, which we've unfortunately seen with many, many, many people. And the numbers yeah, we were are discussing, yes. Yeah. The numbers are too high. They're unfortunately going up. Yeah. Um, I, I've lost count of the amount of friends I have that I don't, I don't have anymore. I would say uh, this is the true pandemic, the true epidemic. Yeah. The world needs to be mental wellness and not the focus they've had the last few years on these sort of science things. It's on the well-being of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I've, I've seen that in my own life and, and daily in the lives of people around me where we just have to understand that we're, an addict is somebody with a disease that no amount of you know, no amount of treatment other than the treatment that would help an addict will actually save this person's life. They might help him in other ways. They might help in various ways. But at the end of the day, the person will always go back to the substances that they use and with the, through no choice of their own. And, you know, thank God we see that there is a solution. There is something that we can do, which is what the AZ House started in order to do. You know, um, Eric came to... Jerusalem about seven, eight years ago, um, and realized that the Jewish community doesn't have what they have in the States. The Jewish community doesn't have an alternative to rehab programs with a program that actually, you know, gets the job done for the, you know, in a very powerful way, um, and doesn't put any financial strain on the families. You know, I, we, we all share the opinion that a facility that is going to save somebody's life should not be discussing money and should not be throwing people out because they can't pay. So we are living fully off of donations and giving full scholarships to every resident that comes in, showing mm -hmm. them that we can help them with one thing, with their recovery from alcoholism and addiction. Do you do the whole insurance thing? Because that's a big thing in America. No, we don't. We don't. We don't have any uh, bureaucratic connections. Um, because they, they, you know, doing that loosens up the, it basically gives people who have no experience in recovery control over how the recovery process is going to go. Um, and our success rate shows it. It shows that, you know, the job is being done well. That's amazing. Thank God, you know. Well, I mean, because I remember being the midnight rabbi and being up all night with the guys in the streets. I remember they called me that. I didn't name myself that. And you saw one of the videos of one of our past friends who unfortunately did pass away um, and we even know some common stories and it was already a very massive issue like 10 years ago or more um, in a in an obvious sense but the awareness wasn't there and the ability to discuss it and and especially in in the 
religious or systems that they weren't being so open about it. But I think there has been a switch somewhat, like things are changing, the podcast platforms opening up people's voices more, and the awareness from the recovery community has become more positive and people have got a better profile from it. Um, people like Rabbi Tversky and other famous uh, special people have made knowing how powerful these tools are for everybody, not just the people with addictions, but um, the general world can benefit from these from these skills. Is, is it, would you say, I mean, uh, this is a question which would come and we'll get to the questions of our guests, but uh, of our followers, but would you say that is, is there a way to channel that addictive personality or disease towards a positive addiction, like say to be addicted to a Muna or Toira, like I see Rav Orish, like you see these people, personalities, they're addicted to their relationship with God or they're addicted to doing kindness, or if that's the right language, they like, but that's what they're driven and passionate about, almost to, to their own undoing on a certain level, like they'll push themselves, they won't sleep, they won't, we just had a class from him about not needing to sleep as much if you really have a Muna and you really, have, so there's a certain power that gives you by focusing yourself, your mental awareness into things that are more meaningful. Can that be a transfer or is that part of the, re the recovery system? So I'll, I can only share my experience with it. Um, yeah. I, I did connect to Breslov for a while um, and you know, more recently disconnected only for the reason I, I wasn't able to find anything wrong with it. I only knew that it wasn't the solution that I needed in my life Got because um, thank God being, being free from any substances for a while now, there are still times in my life where I'll struggle with things and I need, you know, a sober solution. I need something that's going to bring me a recovery-based solution. And any other solution, although it may work for other people, would not work for me. Um, and I, you know, my personal opinion is that everybody has their their peckle, and everybody has their solution. Sure. Um, and I think that, you know, I think that in a way, yeah, you know, we are choosing a, you know, the the the. I think the highest rated uh, solution for sobriety is a spiritual solution. The question is which spiritual solution is going to actually help me and uh from what i've seen it's the very um down to earth you know go out there help others clean your house uh that's not that's a metaphor like clean you know see see what i've done wrong try to fix it work on my character defects work on becoming a better person work on bringing more light into the world and if you want to say that that's aggressive i agree with you um it's just a different language you know, and, and so we've definitely seen people who do connect to that. Um, however, the disease of addiction is so strong and it's a disease of the mind. Um, the physical addiction will disappear after a few weeks, um, depending on the substance, um, depending on the amounts. Maybe it'll take a few months. That goes away. You just go to a detox center and you'll, you'll be able to, you'll get clean. You'll get physically clean. The disease of the mind is the one where it's constantly trying to get me and it's going to show me every possibility that can get me to go and use another substance and uh and many times for me that's been religion that's been different different forms of yiddishkeit have been actually something that gets in the way only because i was i was using it as a crutch instead of doing what i needed to do and as an excuse not to do what i needed to do However, I very, very much believe that as long as I'm doing what I need to do, anything added on top of that is 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 amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Torah is a beautiful thing. 
and um, especially Breslov with the, the you know the open mindedness of Breslov, and uh, you you know you see what Reb Arish does, and I've read the book Garden of Emuna multiple times. It's a beautiful concept, and it's it's for me all I could say in my life is that the results of that book are 100 percent true. Me putting my me put taking my control and putting it in the hands of God has only proven to be good for me and me taking back control has only proven to be bad for me so it's a hundred percent proven that you know having faith and, and letting go of control and getting out of God's way will only provide better results for me in my life and make me be more of a light to the people around me amazing so I really appreciate that beautiful um, answer one of the the points of a of Amuna is his spodidus, is the relationship to talk to God. So that does that come into to the recovery world, or is it more of a mental adjustment? Absolutely, no. It's mm. uh, prayer is a very prayer and meditation is a very important part of sobriety in my story. Um, again, I personally had to relate to it in a different way. Um, when I was connecting to Breslov, I it was, uh, and and I I'm sure I was doing this wrong because it wasn't working. Yeah. Um, but I was counting my minutes um, and trying to connect longer every day um, and just sitting there being with being with God and what I find today is I actually spend a lot less time in my prayer but it's so consistent and it's so honest that I don't you know that it's it's like I'm it's like I'm with him all the time I pray in the morning I pray at night but I I check in with myself how did I do today could I have done better and I talk to God really like really talk to him come as you are you know this it's good is a Nirvana song by the way yeah it's a great song <laughs> he didn't end up yeah. so good though no unfortunately he I was think uh, he even he was said in that song that yeah. he's gonna blow his head off or something yeah um talks about i forget the words thank god but about the shotgun and the whole thing yeah he was part of the 28 club i think right yeah, well, he's not part of anything now. No, that's the tw <laughs> that was the 28 club, or the 27 club, maybe. Yeah. A lot of celebrities who, who didn't make it past at 27. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, for it, for me, there was nothing... Anytime I've been told in any sort of spiritual realm of, I can't believe you did something that bad, I can't believe you are the way you are, has never proven to help me, and I've never seen it help anybody else. Um the only thing I've seen help me is me being able to fully accept myself for who I am and be willing to change that and understanding that it doesn't happen in one day and for me what brought me there was other people doing that for me and just going back to the AZ house that's what we do we just we sh we, we give people as much love as we can discipline obviously as well we want to share an actual recovery process with them and that's you know that's that's one of the reasons why you know why we have an entire community of alumni here in Jerusalem who are, we're just one big community, we're a group, Amazing. we're a family. Um, after only six, uh, close to six years, not even six years. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, what, was I, what was I saying? It, it, it's, it's, it's a very simple, it's a kind of a very simple solution that works for people like us. And the more complicated we make it, you know, the more diagnoses and, you know, unnecessary therapies. Necessary therapies are very important, but unnecessary therapy, just for the sake of therapy, um, unnecessary financial strain, 
all these things just complicate a person's life, so it takes away their focus from what they're here for, which is to recover and get better and save their life. And uh, another thing I'll say is, like, for all, you know, for all, for all you youngins out there, um, you know, addiction is, is a mindset. It's something that happens in the mind, and it's not always depending on the substances that we're using. And uh, it's very easy to say today, I'm not, you know, I'm not struggling anything or to say about our children or about our family members that we're not, they're not really struggling with it today. They're only doing X, Y, and Z and they're, you know, they're kind of functioning, but, um, God forbid that can, you know, there's many, many kids like that who came back 35, you know, age of 35, 40, and then they were definitely real addicts. And, uh, it's, it's nice to know that it doesn't matter what a person is using. It could be alcohol it could be mild drugs it could be heavy drugs if you're thinking a certain way then you might be an addict and you might there might be a solution out there that can really help you amazing really 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 appreciate these insights sam or shmuley and i want to ask about simplification i think that's really big key that connects what you're doing and what we're doing keeping things very simple people do overcomplicate life generally and it doesn't help and in a, keeping a simple system of life of, of approach to everything to business to friendship to that to mimus, that simplicity is a is a beautiful trait and it also we mentioned before about uh, we mentioned some musician on a positive note in the music world there's people think i was just reminding myself about an episode ben shapiro had and he's in the country right now I believe, or still was, and I was there last week, uh, his event in Tel Aviv, it was amazing. And he had, he interviewed Nissan Black a while ago, it came up on my feed for some reason, so I rewatched it today, actually. And I was thinking to myself, like, the profound effect, music, musical people, or people who've gone through darker stages of their life, and were involved with the drug world, and were involved with, you know, the dealing and the whole, that whole lifestyle, like someone like Nissan Black, and then transformed himself into being an inspiration through, through music. Is that something that, you know, this, the recovery world is aware of the importance of music and having role models and, you know, in terms of it doesn't always have to be someone who is in the official, you know, recovery world, but yet they've, they've gone on their journey where they've transformed being a dealer to a, you know, selling music rather than drugs, you know, it does that feature. Absolutely. Um... The, the three things that are suggested in order to get a good recovery is honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. The honesty is, you know, all of them are very hard for yeah. an addict. I, uh, I know for me when I came, when I, when it, you know, when I started my process, I was very close-minded and I was very dishonest and I was very unwilling uh, to open my mind or be honest. And um, the open-mindedness means that we see a person in the street we know that this may be a person we can respect and we don't have to know why, but we need to treat him that way. Um, like somebody I know mentioned a week, week or two ago, like you don't have to like somebody or be their friend to respect them. And uh, we can always be closed-minded and say, oh, you know, a person doesn't know anything because they're not like us or they're not like that. And then we're just, then we're just joining the system. Well, Whatever flaw we find in the system, we're just joining up and we're doing the same thing. That's not what we do. We find we're open-minded. We find we f what if there's truth out there. We love the truth. We 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 appreciate it, and and not in a perfect way. We all make mistakes. We're all un unperfect, imperfect in our own ways. Um, we're all 
And it's like when we sit down with people that we're helping in recovery, like we make it very clear, I'm not higher than you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a messed up person who figured out, I didn't even figure anything out. It just, I've gotten out of a problem that I had and I want to help you by showing you the same things that I did. That's all we're here for. Can we call that a role model? Is that okay? I think so. I or think like say someone who's like a superstar in the Jewish world, like Nissen Black, and somewhat in the general world, like is he something the sober world looks up to as like, because he did transform a lifestyle, you know, because we are doing a show, please God, this is one of the reasons you're here. Yeah. We're going to do a show for the AZ house in Jerusalem with Nissen Black. And uh, funny enough, another musician just phoned up that just hopefully didn't disturb the Facebook feed, but Yaya Eli Saul, you heard of him? Yaya Eli Saul? I haven't, no. So he's a great Israeli musician. He just phoned up now himself to to confirm a concert. I meant to phone him back, didn't get to it, so I'll get to it <laughs> after the class. But it's just funny because he was asking about Nissen Black performing there. And you see that someone like him is drawing together. I wouldn't be sitting talking to you probably if yeah. you hadn't reached out about Nissim and sure. the, the PR people that you sent to us and they reached out and it's made this all happen. You see how the flow of life, there's a certain yeah. divine flow. We're so too in music. Like it, we feel in the Muna class that music can, and inspiration and, and clarity and honesty and all the beautiful things you're talking about as well, simp simplifying our life and focusing on the real point not not getting distracted by all the noise these kind of concepts and realities really help make our content more real and has helped yeah. a lot of people who've tuned in and even our guests as well they all come here and they feel like oh that was a really positive session and i take that with me i'll take the books with me the ideas the concepts and trying to live it a bit more and we take from them what they're giving their music and it's as you said it's a give give experience not yeah. taking we're really actually gaining and collaborating so do you feel that that's like something which you know that on a everyday level like what you're listening to what you're internalizing can can positive content be a support absolutely absolutely um you know to go through for me to go through life assuming that i'll have no uh, hobbies and nothing enjoyable in my life um, I, I give up you know I'm not I'm not interested in that and uh, I find I was discussing this with somebody yesterday I find it a beautiful thing to be able to live a life where I'm serious about what needs to be serious and I'm I'm just having fun the rest of the time and just regarding Nisim specifically I first of all um, yeah I have a profound respect for him um, I met him about six or seven years ago um, and I wanted to ask him a question because at that point, I, I career-wise, I was trying to get into the singing industry, and I was, you know, I had a couple of questions, and I asked him how, if you become famous, how do you keep yourself, you know, humble? And he said it's all about the espoirot, like, and and I and and again, I took that the way I took it. I find it beautiful to see him walking around saying things like that and living up to what he says. And for me, that means that when we, you know, when we, there's sometimes there's such a simple solution to what we're doing. What do I do? I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling humble. I'm feeling arrogant lately. Things are going well. I'm feeling a little arrogant. Pray for humility. Okay. Try it. Oh, it works. That's interesting. You know, and I see him doing that in his day to day. Um, yeah, he was know. actually here this week. He came for an upsharing and he brought all his beautiful boys, Leonora, four beautiful boys and Ravorish and 
there was that simple joy in the air with his little kids and Ravorish and the between the five of them, six of them, you know, the Rav and then all, all of us were, were around because it was Mincha and I was like, the Rav turned to me and said, Eli, you're the you're the photographer and like everyone laughed you know like because i'm not really a photographer but i always end up you know being the guy taking the pictures and stuff yeah because that's you know I, I appreciate that i have the opportunity to help and then on the way out like nissim turns to me and says ellie you got to do it also so i got to cut the hair as well he took a picture of me as wow. appreciate that like giving some respect back and it's it's important like you see with humble people people that have a certain simple joy that these doing simple things like cutting a little boy's hair and and how well the kids were they behaved so beautifully and I have all the pictures but I'm not going to share them publicly because it's not for me to put on a public platform you know this is for Nissan Simcha but you know it's important to keep some things private but the idea that there are people out there who inspire but also live in a certain mindset that hopefully prevents them from falling into all the all the vices of humanity you know yeah Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I mean, I it sounds stupid, but I, I I collect matchbox cars. Oh yeah. I'm fascinated by them. You know, I it, it's it's the most well, like cl- classics. Or... No, I'm I'm working on learning more about which ones are the classics. I'm I'm learning about it. Um, I have a four-year-old son, so <laughs> he'll he... join you on this. No, originally they were for him, but yeah. please nobody tell him they're for me. And, uh... <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I sit there and I, I show him this is this car and this is that car and you know and it's for me it's the stupidest hobby but you know what if it makes me happy it makes my life happy and I, I another thing like if I'm home I'll just sing karaoke I enjoy wow. doing it I it's something that brings enjoyment to my life and uh, and I, I find that you know there's a work life balance and there's also a life life balance there's like the serious things we need to do and then there's the, we need to breathe we need to have fun. Um, however, however, there's, there's an order of, there's a sequence of, of events and, uh, it breaks my heart when I see people struggling with their life and then they try to fix a small problem that is a part of that, not giving it a chance to see if maybe if they do what's going to save their life, maybe this is going to go away, but what's guaranteed is that if it doesn't go away, they'll have the tools to make it go away. Amazing. Okay, so I think we're doing pretty good with covering a lot of ground. We're going to just end off um, with a question and then a bit more um, insight to the AZ house and our friend Sam here. This thing about food sources, someone asked a question because there is a lot of, right now, I'm just going to put the camera back on Facebook. There's a lot of concern about inflation and everything going on in the world financially. I mean, thank God we're making a concert with the AZ house, so you guys can partner with that as well, make it happen. Many people in the world have only hunger and starvation all their lives. I didn't know, but maybe this person asking the question has experienced that. Maybe our food shortages should make us look at the people who've been suffering for decades. That's true. There are many, many places in the world where they have tremendous poverty. To make us realize that there is enough to go around, but because of what the evil powers have created, those have and those that don't have not now are expanding their agenda. Okay, so that was a question someone asked, and I think it's to do with um, two weeks ago, we had Avi Abelo in the studio who spoke about, um, you know, very much understanding that they, this whole they experience of the global agenda, that he was trying to explain that really that's all just part of Hashem bringing the world to a place of unity in an external level where they're going to globalize the world, 
but it's all going to end up used, being used for a spiritual purpose, for a meaningful purpose. Even though they're thinking it's for them, in the end, God's going to override it, always has been, and it's going to be all for the good. And this is a concept. So I don't know if that will answer to go back to that class and re-listen to Avi's three points. But I'd like to hear from Sam if he has any opinion on on these kind of like global challenges that we're going through right now. If there's if some of the tools that he's picked up in his journey and traveling a lot, maybe you'll give us a little insight, all the different places you've been as well, the stuff, sure. stuff you learn. Sure. So the first thing I'll say is that part of the miracle in my life is that uh, I've never starved to death. You know, I'm not saying that I was close to it. I'm yeah, saying that thank God. All, the, all the things that happened to me that I think, oh my God, this is the end of the world. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I have a roof over my head and I have food on my table and I'm lucky for that. And, and that's one uh, of the things a home should supply, you know? Absolutely. Shelter, food, drink, like the, the, the three absolutes that every human being needs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, for anyone that has seen their, their ambition go down, yeah. check the first three. Uh, it's it's Maslow's, I don't know. Maslow's, yeah. Yeah, Maslow's Maslow, list of uh, necessities. Well. That's it. That's I, was one, I was Because I went through a time where my ambition yeah. really dipped and... Uh, because I'm a very ambitious person, and it really, really took a nosedive. And I was like, what's going on? And someone says, have you checked these things? I'm like, yeah, yeah they're, I haven't really been looking at them. Okay, uh. maybe give them a look. Um, regarding food shortages, look, I have no opinion. Um, it, I think for me with... Um, uh, some people say, like, with a very inflatable ego... Um, it's important for me to stay within reality and understand there's a limit to how much I can help, but also to not underestimate how much I can help. Yeah. And um, it, I think it starts with compassion, looking at somebody who has less food than me and feeling that and feeling lucky to have my own food, having more gratitude to God for having the food that I need and then seeing how I can help people. And maybe, you know, maybe it's like, uh, maybe we're all in this world and maybe, I don't know, I'm saying maybe because I, I don't necessarily perceive it like this. And I believe that everyone has their own perception of how, you know, how the world runs. And uh, I think the common denominator is that none of us really know. And um, maybe maybe God's our CEO and we're all supposed to be his loyal subjects. And we're supposed to walk around adding to the company. And, you know, bringing light and bringing success and bringing revenue into the company. Amazing. And uh, if my if my... If, the, if my most potent way of helping is in one area, then I don't need to move over to another area. Obviously, that's not, that's a gray, it's a very gray statement and it's not written in stone. And I think, uh, like somebody very wise told me, be like water, you know, see how you can be helpful. Isn't um, that Bruce Lee? It could be. Somebody wise may have <laughs> quoted him. I don't know. <laughs> I be like water. Be like water. Like Flow. just, yeah, just, yeah. you know, it doesn't have Picture to be. <laughs> um, but regarding all the tragedies going around in the world, I can do what I can do. And I can share, I can share my experience with people. I can share, you know, what I think can help another person. Right. And I'm also limited. I can't fix the food shortage in the world however i can be there for anybody that crosses my path and continue to be there for people that i've in in the way that i've been and um and work on improving that you know so that that comes to the the final point of the class 
that we have the individual challenge that we're all working on our personal avoda, personal connection. We talk about Amuna, Espodada's personal prayer. We talk about overcoming addictions and getting more in touch with our personal mission and what we're here for. We talk about many of these things and we've already in our class today covered many of those points thanks to Sam's insight as well as simplifying our life and there's, there's many key points here and we'd, we'd like uh, to, you know, to remind ourselves all those points, take them with us, share them. But then there's also the communal aspects and you mentioned also the AZ house in Jerusalem is a community and it's about bringing together, we're going to have a concert with Nissan Black, we're going to do things on a public level. So there's the personal victory and the public victory, we're trying to succeed on both levels and mm -hmm. you know that brings us to an interdependence like ability to unify with everyone and that's one of the key focuses of my personal brand is united souls bringing souls together yeah. i have a book i'm writing and a course and the concepts wow. of bringing souls that they should collab and unify through once for they've worked in the inner world and they've connected to the soul level they'll be able to communicate as souls mm -hmm. not just as people you know you always want to know where do all these good values come where does this light come from where's it all coming from in the world out there and to just say it's some sort of chemical you know balance or something it can't just be that there's a soul level that's that's bringing light to, to all the challenges and all the difficulties and giving us insight so um how do we now bring to the next level of getting to that home like you have your home i have my home but there's a overall home what we're aiming for we're journeying towards the home like is there it's as well as you shall i am for the jewish people the home is the base amygdash having a dwelling for god at the home is this something you've ever thought about you know the idea of having a, a place in the in between the recovery to going out to the world you know or even to get to the recovery you have to have a home a place like his home what does it home mean to you and how can we make it a global communal reality that everyone can tap into those gifts so uh that's a very interesting question um we're going to end with that yeah um let's make it good first thing yeah the yeah. first thing i'll say is that if you wanted to sum up the az house yeah um it's a community solution to a community problem yeah you know contrary to many other you know any other ways of dealing with uh, addiction it's an individual solution to a community problem because you don't know who's going to be next um i just just uh, an example i posted a, a poll on my linkedin do you know anyone struggling with drug and alcohol addiction the options were four options yes a close friend or family just yes no and i don't know i got 15 votes four people wrote yes a close friend or family three people wrote yes Six people wrote no, and two people wrote I don't know. Addiction is very, very real, and it does not discriminate. Um, however, you know, however, whatever pedestal my family is on, it can happen. And uh, therefore, it's a beautiful thing that the community can be putting in for what they might need. We don't know who it is. Um, and that's, you know, regarding what you're saying about community and about home. Yeah. Um, the way I grew up, home was was far away. Home was uh, home was Mashiach coming, um, with no end, no light in the end of the tunnel. Um, today, today I I feel, and again this is my own take on it. I feel that home is in here, and the better I'm doing in here, you know, the more of a light I'm going to be to the people around me. 
So if I'm walking around and I'm working on myself and I'm becoming a better person day by day, then the people around me are going to be joining me in that journey. And that's where home is. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even not believe. I just don't know if everyone has the same uh, truth or the same home. Um, but I know that I know that I'm in this world not to rely on something happening. I'm in this world to make the best of it and to help other people as much as I can. And um, I don't like the idea of waiting around for something to happen and then things are going to be good and then things are going to get better because we've proven that through our drug use. We've proven that we don't care about our circumstances. We could be in any situation as long as we're getting high, we're enjoying it. And that comes true as well in a sober life where life can be good. It's regardless of the circumstances. I can have my own house. I can have a very, very small apartment. I can have a car. I cannot have a car. I can I can be with somebody. I can be on my own. It doesn't matter. These are nice things, but the happiness comes from me being proud of what I'm doing and seeing that I'm being a light unto the world and sharing that with other people. And it's like I always say, like if somebody annoys me, I got to repeat the man, the mantra again and again, kill them with kindness. Like <laughs> if, if I'm going to prove yeah, anything. Italian quotes that all the time. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you have yeah, yeah. connection on his uh, we content to, a little we've bit? We've spoken. We've spoken in the yeah. past. Yeah. So he has a good successful. I visited yeah. there in, in Miami. Oh, you did in Evolutions? Yeah, in Evolutions. When we did a class there each time he visited. Wow. I had the merit to translate it for Ravorish. It was amazing, Ravorish, the way he was talking to the people there because he was helping them realize that what they have to do is start to talk to them to to God or to the their inner world and develop that inner voice of I am good, I'm yeah. beloved, I'm a good person and start to, any of the negativity as external and he like turned it into a mantra for them Yeah. and went over and over until they're all saying it with like and they all felt good by the end of it. Yeah, know? it's something really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Atias from Nouriel sent, yeah. sent me this once. He found the TikTok and he sent it to yeah. me. Um, and it said, you know, he's been all, in the studio. I, I know, yeah. I, I remember tuning in. Yeah. Um, and he said in this TikTok, it says like, you know, we've all heard about affirmations. And yeah. it works for some, doesn't work for me. I can't convince myself of something that's not true. What about affirmations? And to me, that was a powerful statement. Like, what if I could get better? What if I could do these, these, this work that I need to do to stay alive? And what if it'll work? And what if I can become a different person? Wow. What if I can become a giver instead of a taker? What if I can have a family one day? What if I can be, you know, be financially stable one day? All these, all these things that we, that we are so extreme about. And as addicts, that's who we are. We're extreme. We're either everything's good or everything's bad. And, yeah. you know, and uh, it's either we are successful or we're just, everything's, everything's terrible. And, you know, nothing's ever going to get better. And the question is what if, and that's how we open our minds slowly, you know, seeing other people around us and right? our hearts as well yeah it's uh, the language of the heart you know it's uh when we talk to people we're, we're not telling them what we think they should do we're like we know what you've been through we've gone through the same thing this is what i did it worked for me give it a shot amazing wow so we want to thank sam weisler for joining us for i believe our 79th could be 80th i'm in a class i've got to check that <laughs> I don't know why I was usually I'm always on top of the numbers, but for some reason I think it's just been a busy last, you know, Bainabitsarim, we're journeying, Maasai, yeah. we're on a journey, there's a lot going on. 
and I'm really honoured that you came special to join us in the studio. Surprisingly, got full permission from the AZ House to be a spokesperson for it on such short notice. And we're going to hopefully be hosting Nissan Black in, in a nice concert. I don't know if it will be announced publicly. It's going to be announced yeah. publicly, yeah. Yeah, and it will be in Ushalayim, Mr. Bidka Square. Yeah. yeah, I got married right there, so it's a good oh, wow. energy for me. <laughs> so you'll get us some passes, yeah? Yeah. Well, actually, you're, you're contracted. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> in the but don't just give them all to Nissim. I want a few as well. Uh, my wife and I will come, Belinada, and uh, we got married there. And this is on air, so we've got it in recording, so you can't get me out of that one. Um, anyway... Um, we, we love all our holy brothers and sisters, and we want to keep welcoming you to our Muna classes. Keep sharing a Muna Global. Check out Breslev.com. We've got all our amazing classes. Slowly, slowly, they get up on there. Avi Abelov shared on his network our previous class, thank God, from the YouTube as well and the audio platform. So we're up, it is going around, thank God, what we're doing now, even though we miss the rub being here in person. You've met the rub? Yeah. Amazing. So we, we're hopefully bringing the rub back and rub Dianel God in the future, uh, probably in the new year, it's looking like right now. So you're going to have to just put up with me and this special guest. And uh, we'll be following this up later in the day. Uh, MunaLive.com partner there as well. We'll be 3.30, be live on that platform and all our other platforms. And it's amazing. We're going to continue this journey. I'm going to say a bit more about my own personal journey to finding the home. I really appreciated Sam's answer. We'll hopefully discuss it a bit more, how I experienced what he said. And maybe you guys can send me some feedback better time. In the, in the meanwhile, keep sharing them in a global. Who are we having in the future? So we're still reaching out to Lachaim Oji, Admari Stodmeyer. We'd like to get once after Judah Michelle's finish with Haas, get him back. Dr. Benjamin Epstein, bring him back again. Our guest here says he recognizes him. We'd also like to have uh, Dov Halperin's probably going to be making a comeback to our studio, a nice singer and musician, and some surprises like we had today. Either way, everyone should have a beautiful rest of the week and a beautiful Shabbos and live with uh, proudness and, and joy that you're hopefully going to be in a state of soberness. Yeah, something to celebrate. Yeah. As Gedali always says, you make a cheesecake party or whatever it is yeah. works for you. <laughs> Uh, some people get addicted to those those cheesecakes. <laughs> Me personally, not at all. But uh, whatever it is, what is it? What's your thing to what? celebrate? To celebrate? Yeah, you have to celebrate sometimes. Um, yeah, I just to be honest, it's been a while. But uh, sometimes I'll go I'll go to a hotel for a night and just relax a little bit. Sometimes I'll get some food. Um, generally, the the thing that makes me feel the best is to just go get with a group of friends that I feel that they're my family and we just wow. go out and have a good time just be you hear that get offline go and hang out with people come Real. hang out with me in person enough <laughs> of all this we want to come tour in person because there's <laughs> nothing like sitting with people face to face keep praying for Rav Shalom Ben Yemna should have a full recovery so we can yeah. actually come to New York and be in person with you there UK reached out a lot of places reached out we've got to make it happen in person or come visit us in Yushalayim we're here Every Sunday I'm available, um, but the Rav usually makes a mincha, you come say hello for two seconds. But there's also the opportunity uh, during the week, I'm happy to say hello, come to our office. Our friend here made it, wasn't that far, was it? No, it wasn't. Exactly, train easy ride. access, train ride, yeah. tram ride, light railway. See you guys soon. Keep sharing Amuna Global and thanks again for joining Amuna Class. And uh, what can I say? May we be blessed to all find our way home. Amen. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you.